A reading from Luke 2, 4-7. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. When they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. You know, we've been talking a little bit about why we are in the birth story since Christmas is somewhat in the past tense at this point. And uh, I think it's amazing, actually, because it's startling to see the story out of context. You kind of read it differently uh, than when you're reading it with all the pageantry and and all the children's services and all the expectation of Christmas and all that. I think the real story gets a little bit submerged at that time. It's not a bad thing. I'm just thinking it's a great thing that we're doing this now. So Luke tells the story of real people traveling a rough and dusty road from one small town to another in order to obey an edict of the occupying Roman authorities. Through these events, a multidimensional prophecy was fulfilled. For the messianic king came from the line of David. Quote, the Lord swore an oath to David, a sure oath that he will not revoke. One of your descendants I will place on your throne forever and ever. And that's from Psalm 32, 11, 11 through 12. In addition, to, in addition, the king came from David's city of Bethlehem. But you, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though you were small among the clan of Judea, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. And that's Micah 5.2. That long road between Nazareth and Bethlehem was a road known by God long before Mary and Joseph ever began to travel it. I'm going to go in a slightly different direction here, uh, Eric, from where you went just now. There's one detail in this story that gets me every time. It just re- it just really stands out to me. And it's this little detail where it says she wrapped him in cloths. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger. Here is the God of the universe. As it says in John 1, nothing that was ever made in the universe was made without him. Here's the one who spoke the entire universe into existence, Jesus Christ, a tiny little, probably six or seven pound person now being wrapped in these probably dirty cloths and placed in a feeding trough. And there's this profound symmetry then to 30 something years later when he's died on the cross and they take his body down and they wrap him in cloths again and they put him in the tomb. And his life is bookended before the resurrection, obviously. His life here on earth is bookended by being wrapped by other human hands. Why does that stand out to me so much? Because of the absolute humility, the absolute humiliation, the absolute, um, as it says in Philippians chapter 2, he didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he 
emptied himself, the absolute emptying of oneself, putting some of the powers of his divinity on the shelf to be wrapped up as a baby and then as a corpse. And it just blows me away to think about who he is. You know, he's the, he's the God of the universe in here. What's he doing here getting wrapped up by human hands, the humans that he created? I, I just can't overstate the um, descent, the grand descent of God in the person of Jesus. What humility and what a beautiful little picture that we have. Um, these two wrappings, as it were, of a baby and of uh, his body. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus for humbling yourself in this way. Well, I don't think I've ever uh, heard or seen that comparison between the wrapping of Jesus crucified, mm -hmm. his body, and the little baby being put in a manger. Mm -hmm. I think my only comment on that is if it was intentional, I, I just think it's too amazing to be intentional. The only reason they're both there and are, are so prominently talked about because what uh, I think it's the robe that uh, is talked about. Uh, maybe I'm wrong over that, but the, 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 the cloths that Jesus is, is wrapped in and the baby. Um, this is one of the wonders of the Bible because mm -hmm. I think the people listening to this, a lot of them will say, wow, that is amazing that those two things are there at the very beginning mm -hmm. of his life and at the very end of his life here on earth. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and the kind of condition of it being a criminal and being born in a manger, uh, in a, you know, surrounded by animals. Yeah. It's, it's a great thought. Mm -hmm. Very, um, it's just what I love about the Bible. Mm -hmm. Bible's filled with these wonderful yeah. parallels and surprises. Yep. Yeah.